My name is Priya. I'm 34. I'm a Kiwi, but I'm also Indian. I'm a lady girl. Single. I'm single, and I have been for a while, and I want to know why. I'm enlisting the help of people. Lots of people. Some of them I know, heaps of them I don't. They're going to try and help me figure out why I'm single and what this love thing is all about. So let's have some fun figuring out this love shit together. This episode is all about me. So before I go on a self-indulgent rant, let's you and I have a little chat about why the heck I'm doing a podcast called Why Am I Single? There's been this Harvard University study that tracked a bunch of people for over 75 years from the time that they were teenagers right to when they're old and grey to see what really keeps people happy and healthy. And a major finding of the study was good relationships keep us happier and healthier. The current director of the study, Robert Waldinger, found through studying these people that social connections are really good for us. And in his words, Loneliness kills. It turns out that people who are more connected to family, friends or community are happier, they're healthier and they live longer than people who are less well connected. Mr. Weldinger said that the experience of loneliness turns out to be toxic. He used the word toxic, and I don't think it's the Britney Spears dressed as a hot air hostess kind of toxic. (laughs) He means the bad kind. He went on to say, People who are more isolated than they want to be from others find that they are less happy, their health declines earlier in midlife, their brain functioning declines sooner and they live shorter lives than people who are not lonely. And the sad fact is that at any given time, more than one in five Americans will report that they're lonely. Well, we're not in America now, are we, Professor Weldinger? But if we were, I know I'd be one in those five. The research showed that it's the quality of a person's close relationships that matters most. He concluded his TED Talk by saying, The good life is built with good relationships. And I want that. I want a good relationship to help build a good life. And so that's why I'm doing this podcast. But why should you listen? Well, maybe you can relate. Or you might have a sister or an aunt or a cousin brother that's single and you've found yourself pondering why they're single. Thinking things like, oh, she's probably gay and just hasn't figured it out yet. Or he's just too picky. Or she always smells like Marmite to explain why. Or maybe there's another reason. Maybe you smell like Marmite. Or you're just not ready. Or because you're heartbroken and still healing. Or because you just haven't met him yet. I asked a very close friend of mine who is the hardest working, most busy person I know whether he thinks about why he is single. He answered, I don't think about it because this is the life I designed. I thought his reply was profound. What I took from it is that the sacrifice of his great life, where he's been given incredible opportunities and worked his ass off for them, is being single. Maybe you're single because you think you found the one in a dirty nightclub in London called Borderline and you kissed in the rain, but you were leaving to head back to New Zealand the next day, so you didn't exchange details, only to find that you had your dates wrong and you were actually in London for a whole extra day, which you could have spent with him and you've always thought, what if he was the one? I don't know, I'm just spitballing here. If you're young, you don't care as much about finding love. Or maybe you're obsessed with it. Regardless, welcome, one and all. 
Well, I was young too once. Oh, I remember those days when I thought there was plenty of fish in the sea. I'm Indian, so of course with the caste system, we're told that we can only be with a particular kind of fish. So basically, we subscribe to the, there's plenty of John Dory in the rock pool, but you don't need to find him. We'll arrange this particular fishing expedition. So go do your homework and stop thinking about boys prayer and take those pictures of half-naked white men you got out of Dolly magazine off the wall. But I digress. That was many moons ago, and I thought I had heaps of time to fall in love. And I did fall in love. Or maybe I fell in something. Heaps of times. I was a boyfriend girl. I had boyfriend after boyfriend from about 14 years old. You know, that's when you tick the yes box in the note that's handed to you in class. Till I was about 24. I had times where I was single, but mostly I've had a boyfriend or a love interest. Then a bunch of things happened in my mid-twenties. And since then, my love life has been a bit of a shambles. I've had trysts and short-term things for sure. There's been laughter and sexy hugs, but it's been a long while since I've really been in love. And I think I know why, which I'll reveal through this podcast series. I'm open to figuring it out with the help of others. Over the next four episodes, I want to talk to single people who are in a similar life stage as me, I want to chat to the very young and those souls we lovingly refer to as the elderly about what love is or having love or having none means to them. I want to talk to people who have those little letters beside their name that makes them qualified to tell people why they are the way they are. And I also want to talk to some non-traditional, supernatural, alternative medicine types to help me answer the question, why am I single? Over the next four episodes, I'm going to cover this topic of being single with all sorts of people, and today I'm asking my nearest and dearest, why am I single? Honey, you're still single because Harry Potter is not a real person and he's not going to go on a date with you, I'm sorry. I think you're a wonderful person, so to think why you're single makes it sound like there's something wrong with you, which I, I can't imagine that that is an issue. So to say, like, what's... You know, why are you single? It's like, geez, well, I don't know, you're kind of short. Maybe people just don't see you. Like, I mean, what else What else is there? Like, because otherwise you're just a delight. Hmm. Plenty to ruminate on there. And I asked some close single mates why they think they're single. The reason why I'm single is that I don't think I have any pheromones. I have no problem with meeting women. I have no problem with women wishing to be my bestie. In fact, this is quite a common occurrence, but there is nothing about me that makes women view me sexually. I just don't have the smell of the animal. Rhea, I have no idea. Like, for serious. I am going to tell you now. You can sit around and you can go, is it me? Am I too short? Am I too fat? Am I too whingy? Am I too eccentric? Am I too quiet? Am I too loud? And you just think to yourself, fuck it. There are people who are all of those things who have somebody. And like, I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I've got to be somebody's cup of tea. And like, you get all this well-meaning advice, like... Just be yourself. Oh, but maybe just, like, not totally yourself. So be yourself, but, like, maybe a, not that self. And then it's like, oh, you know, put yourself out there. And I'm like, I'm not a fucking sandwich. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, well, you know, all you got to do is, like, be yourself and be happy. I've been happy. Mm. 
I am happy. Mm. For me, why do I think I'm single? Number one, they don't have dances anymore, so nobody can invite me to a dance. And number two, it just hasn't happened yet. Interesting, isn't it? I asked a family friend who's in her 50s whether she thinks about why she's single. She said she's thought about it a lot and she has no answer. She suggested it was maybe wrong place, wrong time, or not putting herself out there. She told me to take my pick. I can 100% relate. Before we close up today's episode, I asked people to help me understand what love is. Here's my beautiful couple friends, Claire and Patrick. I think it's two people that get on together as really good friends, that really care for each other and like to touch each other's bits. <laughs> and it's three things. You've got to have the, I think you've got to have the three things. You can't have like two or one. It's, it's like the, hmm. you fall over if, you, if you're missing one of them. That's very clever. <laughs> um, I was going to say that I think love is a gut feeling. It's when something in you finds peace with the other person. You don't have to be anyone else that, or anyone you were ever trying to be. It could just be you. And it's part of being a team. Come back next time when I chat to someone who has the word clinical in front of their name. Maybe they can shed some light on the question, why am I single? This week's sponsor is Carrot Taxi, Seamstress Devi and Miss Barna of the Barna family. The Barna family are great for rides to and from the train station, hemming jeans that are too long for you and reminding you that your life is great because you don't have a job where you're responsible for 26 eight-year-olds on the real, this podcast could not be done without you. Thank you to the contributors and my beautiful friends that made this episode happen. Music by my friend Diogo Friday with Crowded House's Weather With You and artwork by my friend Jane Joyce. And for more about that study, rock out with your Google out to Robert Waldinger's TED Talk, What Makes a Good Life? Lessons from the Longest Study on Happiness. Cheers for listening. Thank you. Come again. Also, please don't sue me, Matt Groening. <laughs>